One of the things I can always count on is that there will always be confirmation. Now, what is confirmation? Confirmation is when you get that sign from the universe, that little synchronistic kismet moment that reassures you that what you're doing is right. And the fact that Anchor by Spotify makes everything so easy to record my podcast and upload it, I've got episodes lined up for the rest of the year, all in one place, because everything can be done either on my desktop or on my phone. Anchor has the tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast anywhere, right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and so many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, it's totally free. I would suggest downloading the Anchor app or going to anchor.fm to get started because the one thing that could happen is you put out something that everyone needs to hear and you get confirmation of exactly what you needed. Even though there are millions of podcasts already, the world doesn't have yours. Join Anchor today. Welcome back to another episode of Metaphysical AF. Today, we're talking with Morgan Garza, author of Soul Magic, Ancient Wisdom for the Modern Mystic, and former CMO of Spirit Guides. Thank you so much, Morgan, for being here. We or I say we all the time when I'm talking on this podcast, because I guess I'm multiple me's, but. Multidimensional. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I met Morgan a couple years ago whenever she just moved to Denver and she came to one of my metaphysical workshops and we've been connected and supporting and empowering each other ever since. So thank you so much for being here. I'm excited for the audience to hear your expertise. Oh, and Coop, yay. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be here. My dog is barking at God knows what outside. And it's March and I can't wait for this energy to be here. Yes, right now we're still in Mercury retrograde, but you just posted today about how we're going to be coming out of that. And I'd love for you to talk a little bit more about how this time of utilization is just vital for how we want to propel ourselves and really follow our dreams? Oh, girl, I don't ever get afraid of Mercury retrograde. I think there's so much silly fear out there in the world, especially on social media, reposting Mm -hmm. memes. I love a good meme, but um, it perpetuates this unnecessary and unrealistic fear around something that happens more often than any other planetary transit does. So for me personally, this Mercury retrograde, the first of the decade, hey yo, hey yo, has been so potent, so just like clarity driven. And I've come into this with an open mind and open heart, knowing what I want for myself in the future and what I need and the difference between the two, because that's important. Yeah. And I think it's really important to not take a lot of action during this time, but to to tap in, to tune in, to think about what makes you whole and how that can, you know, synthesize and materialize after Mercury retrograde when you can really put it into action. I really like how you keep saying action because I feel like we just did an episode a couple weeks ago about the laws of the universe and how the law of action actually builds on the law of attraction and how we 
we get into this cycle of being afraid of what's happening with the planets. And it's like, there's Mercury is actually the smallest planet with the smallest gravitational pull. And like you said, it goes into retrograde more than any other planet, but we don't seem to care or there's no memes about Jupiter going retrograde, which is like the most powerful planet, you know, one of the most powerful planets in the solar system. So I like how you keep saying like, it may not be a time to take action, but it's also a time to just like that action's kind of inward of being really retrospective. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm doing work, but I'm not putting it out there. It's for myself. It's in my journal. I'm taking voice notes. It's not something that I'm sharing externally. And um, without action, there is no law of attraction. You can't just sit there and be like, fall in my lap a million dollars. You have to go out and you have to do it. Like, yeah, sure, you can magnetize certain people's situations and circumstances towards you, but without that action, there's literally nothing that's going to happen. Absolutely. I 100% agree on that. Can you tell us about the, um, the soul magic book and kind of what, what you, what you're putting out? Can you give us a little taste of what you're about to physically have out in the universe of your, cause I, I mean, the first time I met you, I was just like, Oh my gosh, who is this magical queen? Like, I fell in love with you instantly and knew that we have just had multiple lives together of supporting each other and just really being there as a soul sister. So can you tell us more about soul magic? Absolutely. It truly was instant connection. So soul magic, the subtitle is ancient wisdom for the modern mystic. So basically what I did with my co-author was go back to ancient times, to the seed of all of civilization and to the seed of all of the practices that we see so commonly being used today. And those are things like yoga, aromatherapy, crystal healing, um, herbalism. I mean, everything that we as modern mystics apply to our lives. And we really drilled into, not like it's a history lesson, but like the origin and the why, which I think was the most important aspect of each um, of the, of the, the things that we chose to do of each chapter of each practice. And so by understanding where something has come from and how it's developed over time and over civilizations and millennia and how we're using it now, mm-hmm. it creates more of a reverence and it creates more of an appreciation and an easier way to, I believe, in my opinion, to embody it because there's this connection to something that's been happening for literally thousands of years and way before we even have documentation on this. I mean, these things could have been happening for 10,000 years. We're saying five, but we don't really know. So I think the main basis of the book is to educate on how to apply and how to practice with reverence. So there's not this, you know, appropriation of things that you're just like, I like a little bit of this. I like a little bit of that. And I'm going to make it my own, like really honoring where something has come from and it's why. Oh, that's beautiful. I really like that. That gives me cold chills. (laughs) I like the, the reverence of really, because if you go into it with the intention of, Oh, I'm just going to make this my own. You're, you're kind of just like stepping on the tradition and you're not really doing the best for yourself to get the outcome that you want. So I 
I think that's great. I'm super excited to to read it and have my hands on it. Uh, something that you created in physical form, like that's, I'm excited for that. Um, can you tell us about the upcoming series of workshops that you have that are happening in Denver here at the Riveter? Two soulpreneurs who are local, Ashton August of Yogi Approved and Matthew Shakir of Awake and Momentum. And we just wanted to do something fun to empower people and to share some of what we've learned over the past, you know, couple lifetimes. <laughs> and it's going to be a four-part series called Be the Guru because we externalize everything, right? So I'm so sick of people externalizing their power and wondering what the fuck is wrong with their lives. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> so what we'll be going through are, um, I'm going to be teaching old story, new story. So that's basically what I'm literally in the middle of right now from leaving Spirit Guides Magazine, from stepping into my new passion and purpose and um, what kind of to do in the in-between. And then we'll be doing how to create an intentional morning ritual because I don't really believe in routine. Ooh, and totally um, relatable. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> so many people are like, you have to do this and this and this before 5 a.m. in the morning. And we're like, fuck you. That does not resonate. My signs are not that big. Stressed. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm I don't think it's okay. Yeah. So, a morning ritual that is, you know, accessible and enlightening and something that is going to energize you and make you excited to do it. And then a workshop to help boost confidence because if you're not confident you're not going to do anything you're going to sit there until it's perfect which it'll never be and you'll never take action and you know life passes you by and so all of this is leading up to the cornerstone which will be manifestation so all of these these workshops are what we've determined are necessary not only but are necessary for manifestation and to align and flow and so by the end of the workshop, you'll be a manifesting master. I like that. I like, uh, I love that. And I think that that's something that a lot of people are really trying to grasp the concept of is there's so much talk of manifestation and there's like one end of the spectrum where people are like, Oh, I'm told I'm a manifesting master. I can do this. I'm a blah, 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 blah. And then the other side is like, but what, how am I supposed to manifest? How, how can I do this? And I think where you said, having that confidence really is like a catalyst in your manifestation process. Well, you have to believe it, right? If you don't believe what you're putting out there and what you're calling in, shit, not shit's going to happen. Right. And the law of attraction opened up a lot of people's mind to magnetism, which is all it is in the end. It's, it's physics. Mm -hmm. So that left out a massive part though, the belief the clearing the limiting beliefs, the shadow work that has to come before you can even get clear on what you want to manifest. People can manifest terrible things into their lives if, you know, that's where they're coming from. And so with manifestation being such a buzzword, yeah. It's kind of like how do we how do we make this practical and accessible in a way that isn't so woo-woo, which mm -hmm. I am very woo-woo. I mean, hello, I'm yeah. like a witch, yeah. <laughs> Full blown a witch. Crystal in my hoo-hoo right now <laughs> confessions um, but I think making something that sounds so played out you know so cliche manifestation making it more practical and accessible and fun is how 
we're going to help people really change and create change in their lives and empower them to do it on their own. Yeah, to take back their to take back their power. Yeah, I mean, I believe in coaches. I believe in therapy. I believe in external help. But when you get to a point where you're attached to it and you're relying on it, you're creating resistance by by what you have within and how much you are the guru. You don't need to follow someone around the world to learn their spiritual teachings. Sure, they can plant some seeds, but you got to fucking water that shit. Yeah. Uh, gosh, I, that's, that resonates 100%. Um, one of the things that I struggle with is like always seeking out something like being like, oh, I have a question. And instead of like sitting quietly and meditating and being like, okay, I know I have the answer within, I'll be like, what does the card say? You know, <laughs> what do these tarot cards say? Are these tarot cards going to give me the answer? Um, and of course they don't, they don't give you the answer that no. you need. They give you the seed to find the answer. Right. Well, they're not going to give you what you want. What you want is for someone to tell you what to do. What you need is to do it yourself, to look within, to get quiet, to not pull a card every time you have a question, to not go to your pendulum, to be like, should I go left or right? You know? Really believing and believing in yourself that the answer is within that. um, I love the mantra. I have everything I need that's super powerful yeah <laughs> like we do we totally and do. you're safe and you're safe like when you if you really want to drill down into it and you write a list like a pros and cons like on one side what you need and on one side what you want they're going to be completely different you're going to need like four things yeah. <laughs> you're going to want a forever list of things and yeah. so when you really get clear on that and how much power you're giving away by thinking that everything that you want is what you also need, then, you know, just come back to yourself. Absolutely. And on that note of coming back to yourself, we recently connected about how we, and it's very familiar and common for a lot of us to reach a goal, make an accomplishment, and then just keep moving forward and being like, oh, I did it now what? Um, That's that super fire energy of like, oh, I've accomplished something and now I just got to keep going. Like, what's the next thing? Um, Can you talk about how your experience of really relishing and really understanding and taking that time to honor yourself has helped you through your journey in this life? Yeah. So the, the reaching goals, crossing off the list and being like, okay, what's next is super masculine, right? We are living in the patriarchy of what we've been told is the way that it works. You reach a huge goal, you maybe pop a bottle of bubbly, and then you go on to the next. But I have found so, so much power in taking a minute, a day, even if it's just like whatever time frame, it doesn't matter, but to truly honor how far you've come. And I love seeing the quote, and I don't know who has written it, but um, do you remember when you once wanted what you have now and that stopped me in my tracks one day I was like holy shit yes I can remember that I can go back to the day that I was dreaming of all of these things that are happening and now I have them they're here and so really taking time to think about even if you have to do a timeline something logical and linear whatever works for you 
but go back to where you were a year ago, six months ago, six weeks ago, and think about how much you wanted what you have now and take time to express gratitude. Say thank you to yourself for each of those things and the people that helped you call them in and the circumstances and events that helped you co-create these victories and celebrate. There's so much lost in not celebrating victories. And you never are going to have enough at that point. You're never going to be enough. You're never going to do enough. You're never going to make enough money. If you don't just say thank you. Gratitude. That gratitude, gratitude practice is something that we all really, and it's something so simple, but it's also so hard. It is so difficult to be grateful for things when you feel like you're, you're kind of drowning, you're under the water. Um, yeah, yeah, I definitely feel like the gratitude practice is so powerful, but also at the same time, it, we just overlook, we overlook the simplest thing of just expressing gratitude. Um, I'll lay down, I'll lay down at night. And one of my favorite meditations that I've been doing recently is I'll lay down to go to sleep and I'll just name every single thing that is like in my vicinity and just start going out from like being in my bedroom and then going out to the hallway, to the living room, to the complex that I live in, to the city and just like rampaging the grateful, you know, the gratitude of, of all the, and they may seem little, like, oh, I'm grateful for the water that I spilled on the carpet today, like, you know, but being grateful and really building that energy of gratitude is a huge propeller in the way of, like, making things, attracting things to you, and, and really, that's, that's part of the action, is just expressing that gratitude that you have. Totally. It's a huge perspective shifter too. When you're like, wow, I really have again, everything that I need Mm -hmm. and like the running water that, you know, half the world doesn't have. And all Mm -hmm. of these simple things that we take for granted, it's so easy to not think about them in gratitude meditations, but that's really powerful. And additionally, I think the perspective of other people is really powerful too. How we were talking today, but people have reached out to us at times when we're low and been like, damn, it looks like you're thriving, you're radiating, you're doing so much good. And if we don't stop to think about that ourselves and someone else pops in and is like, Hey, I see you. Then you're like, Oh damn, I am killing it right now. Like these are great things that I'm doing. And I'm so pumped and jazzed and excited about this, but we get caught up in our own shit, in our own cycles and our own, you know, monkey brain that we don't see ourselves the same way other people do. Right. Absolutely. I think like what you said earlier about like taking that time to look back on what you've accomplished in a year or even, you know, six weeks, like, in personal goal, you know, personal goals, personal journaling is a great way to just like be tangible about that. I'm, I'm the worst about being like, Oh, I'll remember this. And it's like, just write it down. Just write it down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have all these epiphanies and great things that I remember. And then I smoke a joint and it all goes out of me. And I'm Same. like, okay, <laughs> dear cannabis spirit deity, can you help my memory? <laughs> Right. Maybe <laughs> that's a different plant spirit. Mix your weed with lavender. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. That's so great. Um, so you have a retreat coming up in Hawaii. Is that right? I do. So I'm not a practitioner, but I am the event coordinator and, you know, hype girl and all the fun mm-hmm. things on site. So it's with a beautiful group of women called Earth and Sky Retreats, Andy Murphy and Rory Lula. One is a witch. Rory is the witch. Of course, Rory's and- the witch. <laughs> my daughter's name's Rory and, so I, I and he's the shaman so it's this really interesting combination between what's happening on the ground and earth and what's happening in the ethereal sky and you was the channel of that in between and bringing both together to synthesize into your being and heal go forth into life and be your best and really actualize you're awakening because we're all awakening right now and awakening symptoms don't feel like, Oh, I have it all figured out. It all makes sense. Now it actually the feels opposite. like being sick and yeah. lonely and depressed and like everything that you've ever believed in is a lie. Mm-hmm. And so awakening is sought after, but I don't think a lot of people understand what comes with it. Right. And so this retreat is going to be in Kona, Hawaii at the end of May this year to tap into the energy of the land as support and work with shamanic and witchy practices that really help people heal. Oh, I love that. I'm such a, I'm, I'm a very big fan of the shamanic traditions and the like witchy traditions that have been passed down. That's something I really love to honor in myself, uh, in my practice. Um, you're going to be in Kona, Hawaii. So that's really awesome. Hawaii is actually one of the like gateway vortexes of the earth, um, which is very close to the root chakra. So that's going to be very, very powerful. Um, What are the dates of the retreat? It's the 25th through the 29th of May, 2020. That's perfect. I could totally come to that and then fly to California and do my Reiki teacher training. That is on the 30th and the 31st. You're invited. <laughs> well, and so it is. <laughs> and so it is. Come into our vortex. Oh, I would love that. I think that that sounds amazing. When I first saw like a little sneak peek tidbit about it a couple a couple weeks ago, I think you shared on Instagram. Um, I was like, ooh, I I like that. <laughs> that resonates. Uh-huh. That looks really good. I love the witch and the shaman angle too, because it's, it's all the grounding and it's all the ethereal. You can't be in one or the other, you know, I mean, you can, whatever, but go for it. But I mean, working with both is, is potent and you don't see a lot of that around in the spiritual community. You know, someone's either a witch or a shaman and that's what they do. Yeah. So having these two women working together, is going to be really powerful and especially with the energy of, Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So can you give us a little tidbit of like what the days are kind of going to be like at the retreat of like with do you get time with the witch do you get time with the shaman and then you get time with them together to really like integrate because that's what you said it's like three three days 25th to the 29th so that's like a good chunk of yeah. like days to really get your integration in. It is. And it's not going to be like a development. It's more, it's an activation and integration. So there are going to be witchy ceremonies 
cards, fire ceremony, things like that. And then shamanic journey, sound healing, and a lot of work with the darker aspects of ourselves in terms of shadow work and really looking in the mirror. Ooh, I like that. That sounds really good. Like that sounds like really great. Um, is this going to be a series or is it going to be like a one time thing? Cause this sounds like something that just like, if you miss the first one, you're going to be like, Oh God, when is the second one? Yeah, that's the idea that this is, you know, the initiatory blast off in Hawaii and then it's on from there. So these two women working together as well, Andy and it's, um, it's a collaboration I've never witnessed before quite like this. And so there's no way this is going to be a one off. Well, is there anything that you would like to share that's come up for you uh, before we start to wrap this up? Any special advice or things that you would like the metaphysical as fuck audience to know or get more belief in themselves? Thank you for asking. There actually is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Something that's been coming up for me a lot while I'm in this um realignment and repurposing and uh, you know kind of recalibration of myself from leaving a company and starting you know a personal brand or whatever it is that I'm doing right now is to create for yourself so many people create to give the people what they want and I think yeah sure that's not sustainable though and something that I really want to encourage because it's what I'm conjuring right now is to create from a place where you feel lit and that is going to magnetize your people and uh don't create for people create for yourself oh that's such good advice and i feel that resonates so much because especially as i mean women and and not to you know women and men always we have this pattern that we've been that we've been cycling through for generations of I need to do this for blank. And it's always, oh, I have to do this for my kids. I have to do this for my mom. And you're not filling your own cup up. You're pouring out of an empty glass and you cannot help anybody else if you're not if your cup's not full. No, because that's result driven. And it's like, I'm going to make this course because I want to make 10 grand a month. Well, it's like, no, (laughs) stop it. Stop it. (laughs) Stop it. Do it for you in obviously a medium and a way that will serve others. But what lights you up is going to magnetize like crazy and forget the email funnels and the consistent promotion and all of this stuff. All you have to do is create and be authentic and live in integrity and that will work itself out. It's, it's living in that effortless align and flow state. Oh, I love that. Yes. Being in flow state. That's probably one of my favorite Ted talks that I've ever seen about being in flow state um that real quickly before we end that reminds me of like the neural work that dr joe dispenza talks about about really becoming no thing no one no person and really tapping into that quantum field where everything really can just magnetize and align for you in ways that 
you didn't believe were possible because we don't believe how much power we actually contain in this vessel. Mm -hmm. Well, it's quantum, right? It's quantum. That's where it really happens. And if you can get into that place of making changes within yourself in the quantum, they just translate. Oh, and yeah. there's so much less work that you have to do in the physical, in the 3D, yeah. that it truly does. People will look at you and be like, how do you do this? Like, what's your strategy? And you're like, I don't know. I don't I just know. Do I it. just do it. I don't have this, like, you know outline all these things that I have to do all these email marketings all this social promotion all these in-person events like it just becomes natural thanks so much for listening to this episode of metaphysical af with morgan garza feel free to follow metaphysical af on instagram metaphysical as f on twitter and be sure to like metaphysical af on facebook and download the podcast on all podcasting platforms thanks so much and we'll see you next time bye